Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley radio show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Del challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. What does financial freedom mean? Um, some people call it retirement. Some people don't believe there is such a thing as retirement. But what we basically believe is that there is a possibility in your life to be able to replace your earned income with passive streams of income, at which time you've bought back your life from corporate America, as I like to say it, and you now have the time to do what you want, when you want, with whom you want, and importantly, have the money to do it. So every time I can, I bring people up on stage for case studies or on the radio every Tuesday for Tell Dells to share their stories. Why do we like to share the stories? It's because... Each time you listen to me, you go, yeah, that's that crazy guy, Dell, and I'd never be like him, and he was probably lucky, and it was the right time, right place, you know, whatever. And it's hard for anybody to actually see someone who's successful and realize that they started at the very same place all of us start, which is, you know, in grade school, high school, no money. And each time we bring somebody on, we're able to bring somebody on you might relate to. And hopefully we have today a couple that is going to inspire people. I don't like motivation. The word motivation, I don't like it because it means somebody's going to push you into doing something, motivate you. I prefer inspire, which means they're out in front of you and you're going, wow, I'd like to be over there. And with that, let's bring in today's guests, Peggy and Leo Morgan. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi, Dale. Hope you're doing all Hi, right. Dale. We really, yeah, we really appreciate you inviting us to be on your show today. Well, we you're love having honored. you. We love having you. Now, you guys are out of Dallas, Texas, right? Correct. So we want to hear a little bit about yourselves. 
I know that, uh, Peggy, you've got down here, you were in banking, and Leo, you were in sales. Let's expand on that a little bit and uh, just throw you out there to start the show. Six years ago, I think it was, you guys joined up with us, right? Yeah, we uh, we joined as SFP in 2014, and then we upgraded to the preferred investor group in 2015 so that we could invest in apartments. And then we decided that we wanted to be passive. And so we've, um, I guess our first year, we got into 10 passive deals. And we actually, so we, we upgraded in January of 2015 to the uh, preferred investor group. And then by March of 2015, we'd met our first lead. And how we met her, we were at the expo, the national expo sale that you have every year in um, Houston at the George Brown Convention Center. And we saw this lady walking out of the building. It was dark. And we thought we'd walk her to her car. We kind of felt sorry for her because she was alone. And we started talking, and we discovered that she was a lead. So we ended up hooking up with her. And um, so we got into our first deal, March of 2015, and then that deal closed in um, in May of 2015. Well, Peggy, you jumped right in there. <laughs> you went through the yeah. first two years of being here. I want to take you back. My gosh. Before, before you even believed in this, when you were a skeptic of it all, and because you're a banker, and the way you just took over the conversation, you obviously are a type B individual that, you know, had a good grasp of, of finances. Leo's a salesperson, so I'm, you guys, I'm sure, made good money. You had good success as business people. Tell us about what you guys did, and tell us about where you were financially six years ago, uh, so people like yourselves can relate. Okay. Well, and I've been a combination of sales, management, and banking. And I was with a large bank for 17 years. And I decided to retire from the bank in 06. And, and Leo was just ready for that. He said, you know what, we're going to start trading stock options. And so we went through some training and we did that for about six years. But the problem was, we would originate the option, which meant that we'd buy the stock and we'd sell the option. We'd sell the puts and the calls. But the plan that we were doing, which we followed, um, it asked us to hold the stock that we were buying. We'd buy like 10 months out the same number of shares that we bought originally. And we would hold that stock. That, that caused us to do a little bit of cost averaging with the prices fluctuating so much. But the problem was that we were asked to hold that stock, even if the stock market, even if that particular stock went down. And so we were a victim of some tariffs because we bought some international stocks and the stock kept going down. Well, our account balance kept going down. We were still making some money on, on trading the options as long as the strike price on the stock wasn't too low. So we we were really upset, especially when the recession hit, then we weren't really making enough to pay our bills. And the problem was that, you know, we were losing equity, we were making a little bit of income, but we were wanting to get into a situation where we could keep increasing our net worth, increase our equity, and also still get cash flow. So Leo um, had heard you talk for several years on the radio, and he said, well, let's just go over and meet Dale and 
and listen to what he has to say because I think well, we're going to. Let me step in there for a second, Peggy. I, I, let me step okay. in there for a second because you you guys are high end as far as financial understanding. Let's talk to the people in the show that don't really understand what you are doing. The, the, okay. the type of stock investing you guys are doing, I'm going to simplify this. I'm going to take this down to fourth grade level, okay? Is the concept okay. is I own a piece of, I own a stock like I own a rent house, and I'm renting out the up and down potential of that stock to other people. In other words, I'm renting the use yes. of that position. Is that not what it comes down to? That's exactly right. So and what it does, unlike like most... other farmer. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike most stock situations, you weren't wait. You weren't really working the play of the up and the down. You were working the play of the cash flow, which gave you something to live off of, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Now the problem was that all is great until the bottom falls out of the value of your asset, your principal. Did I get that right? You did. That's a great way of explaining it. Yes. All right, so you understand, guys, it'd be like if I bought a bunch of rent houses to live off the rental income, and then all of a sudden all the houses became worth nothing. And I had debt, and so they called all my debt on it. And when they called all my debt, I didn't have enough money to, to pay it, and so they took all my houses. That's basically what happens in these situations, is it not? When they start calling some of that stuff because you you got you to, what's it called, replace what you have a, you, you're selling a put or a call, so that's, a demand. They have a demand on you. Is that the right word? Right. So they've got a demand and you've got to provide that demand. And if the stock market moves against you, it's instant kill right there. So go ahead and take up with what you're saying. So that didn't work as well as you'd hoped to. And by the way, I'd looked into that myself. That's the only reason I can take it down to a fourth grade level. I had to have it explained to me as a fourth grade level, right? But Yeah, it can be a little confusing. It, it sounds really <laughs> good, though, when it's explained. When it works, it works. It's really neat, right? So right. as is most things that work, they're really neat when they work, and they're really not when they don't. So you, got, you came to the conclusion you looked for something else. Leo found us, uh, and yet the little birdie tells me that when you guys first got here, Leo was into it, and you were a bit skeptical. What, what was your skepticism about? Well, he understood real estate a lot more than I did, so he could see when we went through the 16 hours of, of massive, very enlightening training, he could see it, and he could see that it was real. But I, you know, we'd done a little bit of um, multi-level marketing and, and, of course, the stock options, and, and I was a little leery about paying for another program because I was scared it wasn't going to work. And... So Leo was really pushing me. It was around the Christmas holidays. We both have offices in our home because we work out of our home. And he kept coming in during the holidays like, like when are you going to, when are we going to sign up? You know, we need to sign up now. We need to get going. And finally, I just got so frustrated with him <laughs> that I, um, I had heard David Fisher, who does a phenomenal, a phenomenal job of doing the two-day, and he had mentioned some national award winners. These were members of Lifestyles who were trained by Lifestyles, who won some um, independent rental owner awards nationally. And then Lifestyles has done that, I guess, for about the last, what, 12 or 13 years at least. And we've won on the state level and local level. And he can't bring up their names. I'm sorry, Peggy. we got to take a break. They're kicking us off the back end. I'll bring you right back. Okay. Uh, we'll be right back okay. with Peggy and Leo on the Dell Wamsley Radio Show.
letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Dell Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Dell is Peggy and Leo Morgan out of Dallas, Texas. I've, I've failed to uh, inform you in the last segment that these young at heart individuals are currently in owners of about 4,500 units and been a little up. They've had 28 properties, sold a couple of them, refinanced, bought other ones. I think they're currently at 27 apartment complexes right now. And as we went to break, Peggy was sharing with us uh, what many of you out there um, in, I would say, from middle age up, is that you've already had a few experiences in life. You've gone out there and you've gone, you know what, I'm tired of working, so let's try multi-level marketing. And, you know, they tell you it doesn't work unless you work it. And there's work and work and work. And then they, you know, you go out there and you need to trade stocks, but you got to sit there at the at the computer all day long and buy your trades, set your trades, move your stuff. You got to pay attention to it constantly. And then there's its potential downsides on that. And so then they tried real estate and it's just natural that Peggy was just a little, you know, like, come on, this was the third great idea we've had this 10 years or whatever you call it, decade. Is this one going to be the one that works or not? And of course, uh, Leo's gun ho into it and Peggy was just dragging her feet a little bit out of common sense. And Peggy, so we, we cut you off as we went to break. I'm sorry. Um, but what happened at that point, you found a way to come to the other side. How did you, what brought you across to feeling comfortable? It took a whole year from 2014, I believe, to 2015. What finally brought you across the line? Well, when David Fisher, during our awesome 16 hours of training, mentioned that Lifestyles had trained members to be national award winners, um, with the National Apartment Association, um, independent rental operators. And we have won that 
not lifestyles, but the members have won that award for about the last 12 or 13 years nationally, state-wise, locally. And I thought, okay, he mentioned some names during the training. And being very skeptical, I thought, okay, I'm going to go on Lifestyle's website and check it out and see if these names appear. Well, the names did appear. And then I thought, well, I'm not totally convinced. You know, they could put anything on their website. So I thought I'm going to go on to the National Apartment Association website and see if I see any of these names that David Fisher mentioned during our training. And they were on there. And I thought, oh, my gosh, <laughs> this sounds like it's real. <laughs> so, that's quite, that's quite, real. Investi- quite good investigative work, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, it just gave me peace. You know, I just had to check it out. I, I just didn't want to throw money away again. You know, I was ready to find something that worked. And I'm so glad that, that I, you know, finally realized that this was real. And Leo was just... <laughs> He was elated. He had a nice holiday that year. (laughs) So anyway, so we've been going in and blowing ever since. Well, you moved quite rapidly. So I guess we should talk about you've already told the story in the first five seconds of the show of how you met your first lead investor right at the expo. And you got into you said it was a ladies deal. And uh, how did that first one do? Was that it? Was that a killer? Is that what got you guys so fired up? It seemed like you moved very rapidly after that. Right, right. No, it's doing very well, and we still own it. In fact, out of all the 29 that we've invested in, we're, we've just sold one, and then on one we've traded up um, where we've done a 1031 exchange. And when we did that, we, you know, that's where you own something, some piece of real estate. You sell it, but you trade it up into something that's worth more than the one that you sold. And then the IRS allows you to defer the capital gains on the real estate that you sold, that you traded, you know, that you sold to trade into something else. And so we um, we went from one um, apartment um, community to two, and the one that we uh, uh, sold was in Austin, and we traded up into one in Austin and one in San Antonio. And the one in San Antonio... Um, we bought it. It was undervalued. It was like 83% occupied, so we got a good price on that. And then the lead investor, and a lot of times in the marketplace they're called sponsor investors. They're the ones that get the deal and manage it or hire a company to manage it. And so we're, we're passives in all these deals. So anyway, they got that um, occupancy up to 95%, and then we were able to refi within a year and um, we got back um, about 40% of our money, which let's say you put in 100000 when you're investing. We got 40000 back of our initial investment. And then on the other property that we traded up into, we, we found out a week after we closed that Oracle was moving in. And they were going to be employing 10,000 employees in that area. So that's doing well. We're making Peggy, 10% Peggy, cash on cash. I've got to mm-hmm. clarify something for people because the way you're explaining it, the vernacular, could be misconstrued by some of the audience. For example, when you say you got 40% of your money back, you didn't actually get your money back. You still own the same amount of ownership in the company, do you not? Right, right. What you we, got we was got a cash our... flow. I'm going to 
state it clearly. Yeah, go ahead. You got a cash flow equal to 40% of what you put in, all at one time, tax-free because of a refinance, along with the regular distributions you're getting on the profits from the operation of the business. So you still own. I want everybody to understand this. Even though they got 40% return, they still owned every bit. In other words, that company, that let's say they put $100,000 in that company, they still had $100,000 with ownership. They didn't have 60000 now. You know, they had a hundred. It just so happened the company had gone up in value by this amount. They took 40 was their share of the increased value, which they refinanced out. So let's take you back here, Leo. Um, let's, we didn't always got to ask this question to people because beginners want to hear this. What happened in the two day? What was the aha moment that made you say, this is it. This is the one that's going to work for us. Well, uh, what I did, I remember we walked into uh, the office uh, the, the first thing I noticed, and uh, the very first time we ever walked into Lifestyle, and I saw all these apartment complexes on the wall, pictures of them, and people standing by them. And I thought, you know what? I like what I see so far because you know, I have rented space up here. I've heard you guys on the radio for, for uh, some uh, many years. And anyways, um, we uh, listened to the introduction, and then we signed up for the two-day uh, with David Fisher. And... Uh, Really, he went through, I mean, from A to Z, uh, all the the process of, you know, being a lead, being a a passive investor, being a single family owner. Um, Anyways, I I was pretty familiar with some of this stuff. I had seen some real estate brokers back earlier in my earlier days. And um, all this stuff, I thought, man, we just hit the jackpot here. I said, these guys sound like they're doing pretty good. And I saw all those, those awards you guys were winning. Y'all were right on target with everything, and um, uh, it just, uh, I, it just really, there wasn't anything. I was just, man, I was ready to go, uh, and uh, every time I looked at Peggy, I said, man, that's great stuff. I said, what do you think? Yeah, it's great. All right, Leo, that's a good place that. to take a break. we got to go to another one. We'll be right back with got Peggy it. and Leo Morgan. Got it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk 
Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today, we're in offering uh, guests here for you from Tell Dell version of the show, which is to bring in members that have had success and share that success with you. Uh, today we have Peggy and Leo Morgan out of Dallas, Texas. They own 4,500 units. As we went to break, uh, Leo was sharing uh, what he thought he got out of the two-day seminar. And now we're going to take the next step here, Leo, and go to the point or transition to all right, we came out of it, and you made the decision, you and Peggy, to go passive. Just a quick answer. Why did you elect that? What was it that was appealing to going passive as opposed to owning your own stuff? Well, um, what I looked at was, or what we both decided is, um, we, you know, being a lead investor um, and maybe being more involved with management, we knew that we didn't really want to get into all that because that's virtually your job almost. And um, I knew you could make great money being um, a passive investor, and you could get all the benefits on it, you know, leverage and uh, uh, tax benefits and and let somebody else do the work. And, of course, you got to pay them. And, um, anyways, and so... We went from there and started, you know, we went into asking many, many questions to many, many people and talking and finding out who are the shakers and the movers are and um, and just going to every single meeting and watching every video. And um, anyways, and it helped us jump into our first one. And, um, uh, you know, it's just been a beautiful ride the whole way through. You know, it's a. Um, did you have? I a, had no did, really skepticism at all. I just, man, I was ready to go. You know? Did you have a buying plan from the beginning, or were you just kind of winging it, and whatever deal came along, uh, you were taking or saying no. yes or no as it came along, or did you have a plan? No, we had, there was a plan. We had X number of dollars to invest in. I told Peggy, I said, maybe what we need to do is, you know, maybe let's diversify our investment some, and so. I said, let's get it to where maybe we start out with um, 10 investments, and so let's divide our money up uh, equally from there. And Anyways, we um, went along and um, uh, didn't just jump into anything that we saw. Of course, the first thing, you know, you want to make sure that you're comfortable with a lead investor. And um, Peggy, by fortunately, uh, uh, was, you know, we met this first investor and uh, the first lead investor that we'd gotten in with, Peggy and her had some common things with with computer sales. And um, anyways, and we got to know this gal pretty good. And what happened is, is uh, she did come up with a deal, and we were looking at it. And one of the things I noticed was, I was it's down in Houston, and since we were in Dallas, I thought, you know, I was looking at, um, I started comparing rents uh, in that neighborhood, uh, and saw where the rents and the neighborhood she was going into on our apartments were like about 62 cents a square foot. And she, uh, all around us were like running at like 87 and 95% a square, 95 cents a square foot. And I was sitting there and I thought, gee, you know, and I was trying to, we went down and looked at the apartment complex. We did due diligence with it and everything. And, uh, it looked like it had some great upside to it, had some deferred maintenance. We needed, you know, she was going to take care of and, and get this property straightened out and, um, repositioned, uh, get the, 
uh, non-payers out and get get the thing cleaned up and get hard-working people in there. And uh, and she's done exactly what she said she's going to do. And so every time you know we we look at a deal, you know, of course you got to be comfortable with the lead investor. And and we met and there are tons of good lead investors at Lifestyle. It's unbelievable. Just about every one of them. And uh, uh, Lifestyles is well-known and all through Texas. Now also it's getting to be super well-known through nationally. And um, uh, it was like David Fisher said, one thing that caught my attention in the two-day, he said, you know, he said, really, he said, Lifestyles, we do have our own brokerage, but also we're connected with, with uh, the good old boys and the brokerage out in the marketplace. Well, in Dallas-Fort Worth, there's probably four or five guys that do about 80% of the uh, uh, apartment deals and, um, um, you know, for class B and C. And so it was kind of funny. Um, I, I knew that and, and it, I was walking down the steps in the Dallas lifestyles and I saw this guy coming up and he had a name tag on and I knew his dad was, a, he was in the real estate brokerage business and sold apartments exclusively back in the eighties. And uh, he was the king of real apartment sales. I mean, his dad was. And I said, hey, you know this man? He says, yeah, that's my father. And I said, oh, really? I said, what are you doing here at Lifestyles? He says, oh, I bring deals up here to Lifestyles all the time. These people know what they're doing. They train train their lead investors and passive investors. These people close deals. Of course, that's what brokers want to do, and that's how they make their money is by closing deals. And he says, man, this is a great organization, you know, and so – I, after I left that, I just thought, God, I was so happy to hear that. And uh, <laughs> uh, I just thought, man, we're in, this is the real deal. And that's what's happened ever since. It's uh, uh, Lifestyles just does an excellent job training all the lead investors and the passive investors, and they're always there for you. And it's just amazing that, you know, it's not like one of these theoretical classes you go to for, um, you know, some high-powered school or something. This is the real deal. I mean, it's where you know, rubber meets the road, and it was just, you know, what I needed and what she needed. My wife, Peggy, needed, too, and we've been happy ever since, you know. So you elected diversification, and uh, you said earlier that you, you thought that the jockey was more important than the horse. At least I took that out of what you said, that you believe that the lead's the most important thing. Uh, but then you go down to diversification. Did you break your diversification down uh, amongst your family between locations, sizes, first time to second, third, fourth time lead investors? Um, was it, you know, value play compared to, uh, you know, yield play? All those things are various possibilities of diversification. How did you break your diversification plan down? Well, one of the things that uh, I was, as we went on through uh, 2015, I was learning more that still the property values were at a, you know, a pretty, pretty reasonable cost. And so what happened, I, I you know, I thought, you know, let's, if it's a yield play and it's a good looking one, let's go with it. But uh, I was really looking at the deals along, you know, of course, as the jockey too. And uh, that's what made the difference. And I didn't care really if it was a uh, value play, which is, you know, buying a super undervalued, uh, a, a rundown apartment complex that needs tons of work. And maybe after two or three years, you end up refinancing and getting all your money back and then still owning it and getting cash flow versus uh, a yield play, which is like buying maybe a, a, a lot, a, a property that's running just 
uh, on all cylinders, and you just need to have the ownership really take over from where the last owners were. Um, that was fine, too. I was always looking for upside on these deals, and um, um, I guess one of the things that's come kind of like you, it's like that story about you look, you came across the apartments for $8,000. You know, some guy back during the uh, 2008 uh, downturn, and, you know, it's just too good to be true when, you know, you can jump in and get something like that, and you didn't even want to do it. Well, anyways, I started seeing these deals, and Peggy and I, we both checked them out. I mean, we analyzed the heck out of these deals. And so we would take it for it's a yield play uh, 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 or a value play or a uh, uh, hybrid, but uh, it turned out being mostly uh, uh, value plays and hybrids that we got into, and they were with you know pretty experienced leads, second time or third time at that point. And uh, not that we don't do first time leads, we do th- use them, and they're great too. So uh, uh, that's how we kind of got into it. And really, and it's gone great for us because out of that first year, we've gone from ten deals. And now we're, you know, uh, sitting at 27. I mean, that's because we've gone and refinanced out of a lot of deals. Uh, and and then we started putting our money into other deals, and this thing has grown exponentially. And it's just been really a sweet <laughs> deal. I'm just so glad we did this. I couldn't – I could hug you, you know. It's just – oh, I was so – I was – my my sisters and everybody couldn't understand why I was always so happy. And I, it was just um, – uh, I told – you know, it's listen to this. My my nephew works for this company. It's Lincoln Properties, and he's an analyst. Now he was we was talking about what I was doing, what we're doing, and what he was doing. And he was, and I said, "You ought to take a look at this thing, you know." And I said, "This is really." He said, "Yeah, yeah." He says, "Let me get mom. You ought to take a look at this. This is my sister." And she goes, "Anyways, he says we ought to take take a look at this lifestyle thing." And anyways, and she goes, "We are not doing anything Uncle Leo is doing because we know of what he's like. He'll always get in trouble." And I just thought, and hell, my my nephew, he always keeps going back, and he's checking out lifestyles all the time. And one of these days, I have a funny notion he's going to end up joining. You know, and, uh, <laughs> so, anyways, that's how good your program is. Well, Uncle Leo, it looks like we have to take another break. Let me see. I think we've got about just five seconds here, so we'll go ahead and come back after this break with Peggy and Leo Morgan and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Dell is Peggy and Leo Morgan out of Dallas, Texas. Currently have around 4,500 units. I think they said 27 apartment, 28 apartment complexes. And we're coming to the uh, last segment of the show, guys. So let's talk about from taking off and doing 10 deals right away and now having 26, 27 deals, whatever it is. 
Um, where are you at? Has the plan changed as uh, you've come along? In other words, like, do you start to find that you don't invest as much in each deal or you invest more in each deal? What have you learned? What experiences have you had? And how has that changed the way you're investing since you've been doing this now since 2015? Phil, I'd say, you know, initially we were putting a whole lot into each deal. And now as we refi and we get our money out of deals, even though we're still in them making cash flow, um, we're putting less in each deal. So it's just um, spreading us farther out with more leads. And we've thus far we've we've invested in Texas only, but we definitely would be interested in um, investing out of state. It's just whenever we refi and we get some money, we find something here in Texas. So we do have our eye on various states, and we did actually take a trip recently, and we went to Arizona. And wow, there's a lot going on there. And I, I know you've opened your office there recently. And um, we just noticed that it's really hopping. Um, we also checked out Tucson, and um, they both have a whole lot of warehouses. And I know industrials are real strong segment of real estate right now. So um, anyway, we figured, you know, if we bought into a apartment community out there, that it would be nice to be ideally around some warehouses where our residents might um, work there and, and live in our, our apartment complex. So that that's really the difference is just investing less in each deal and potentially um, going out of state, but certainly staying in Texas as things come up. If you had to do it over again, would you change the approach that you took in any way, shape, or form? I think we, well, I think initially with putting a lot into each deal, it, it, I think we are changing it, you know, where we're just putting a little bit less and spreading ourselves out. So that's really the main thing that I would change. I, yeah. mean, I think it's better because we had a deal with, we got into low cost basis into deals that were back then. And I, I'm glad we did that to a certain extent. And that's, but, you know, we're changing, evolving as we go along. Sorry, yeah, that's, it's, a, it's a good point, Leo, that back then the deals were really good. And now they're not as good because uh, the market has matured. And now the cap rates are lower and the, the rate of returns are lower. I mean, still better than what you get anywhere else, believe you me. Um, but it's, uh, by the way, my interest rate in all my savings accounts, my like 27 savings accounts is down to less than a half a percent, half of a percent, not 1%, half of 1%. And yeah, uh, they're still, yeah, it's just down to almost negative uh, at this point. Like in Europe, it's just incredible. But you know what? Lifestyle still, we're coming across good deals in lifestyles. It's the darndest thing. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's amazing, you know, to where you're getting, even if you got a yield play at 8%, 9%, what the heck compared to half a percent you could earn at the bank. And then it's also tax deferred on there. I mean, what you know, it's leveraged, and you know, what you can't you can't find anything as good as that. And that's what really makes God. It makes these things valuable and pushing those cap rates down. But anyways, I don't want to interrupt Peggy. I apologize. No, it's it's a good point, Leon. I mean, I'm going to give an example. In my savings accounts, at one point, 
uh, I had gotten my average interest rates up to around 2%, 2, 2.5%. And I was making about $40,000 a month in savings account interest. But now, on that same amount of money, I'm only making about $10,000 a month. Well, that pissed me off. I went out and bought two more businesses, right? And two more pieces of real estate. And each one of them makes me over 10000 bucks a month. So I'm like... I'm making, with two small investments, I'm making more money than I'm making with this whole other mass of money. So it's just like, you, you got to see the difference. It's not even close. You know, if you think, and people forget this, if you make a half a percent interest and I move that up to one, you've just doubled your rate of return. That's a hundred percent rate of return. If you go from one to eight, what is that? Well, one to two is a hundred percent rate of return. 200, 300, four, it's 800 percent rate of return. You know, increase. I'm sorry, 800 percent increase rate of return, and, and people mean, just they don't get just it. Just like you too. Yeah, it's just phenomenal, man. I mean, you're right. That's exactly, and that's it's all. You know, everything works relatively speaking, and that's exactly the way uh, we look at it. And of course, we do. You know, we reserve some capital back just for reserves, but still, I mean, the cash flow uh, off these others are just unbelievable. The way we met all our expenses and everything. And from time to time, we'll get a refinance in there. And um, anyway, so, I mean, we are just, you know, it's just, you've nailed it on the head right there. You well, know, the one the thing. tax benefits of investing in real estate. Well, we didn't even touch those, did we? What, mm -hmm. of, of the income you have coming in, what would you say, what percentage of that income are you paying any income taxes on at all? Because I know you're paying no Social Security or Medicare taxes on it. Uh, you, you're not paying any capital gains taxes on it the way you've done the 1031. What about income taxes on any of that cash flow you bring in? Did you pay any taxes on it? You know, we just haven't, Dale. <laughs> on our cash flow, we, we've had offsets of depreciation. So we wow. really haven't been paying tax. I guess that makes us all terrible Americans. You know what I mean? The Democrats find out who yeah. we are. They're going to come after us for some reason. Except that that's what the tax code is, right? That's been that they way for... Smart. 200 years has been that way. They want you God to invest in infrastructure. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. You got it. So you God gave we, us a brand and we're using it. Yeah. Well, we only got 30 seconds left, so I just want to go ahead and say thank you for being in our group and leading, being a leader. Leaders go places no one's ever gone before and send back maps. You guys do a lot of networking and help a lot of other people out. And I appreciate you coming on the radio show and sharing your story. For the rest of you out there, remember this. Peggy, Leo, they don't do this just to get a little bit of money. They do this for an incredible lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation.
The information and opinions you hear on the Dell Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Dell Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Dell Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Dell Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.